welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. Good to have you here for week 16 of Flyers Weekly. Boy, what a lot to talk about this week, huh? Quite an interesting week for the Flyers. A lot of downs, not a whole lot of ups. We'll talk about uh, all that stuff. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address. PhiladelphiaFlyersWeekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Make sure you check those out. Thanks to everyone who emailed in this week. and uh, Got some good uh, feedback this week and some good emails this week, so keep them coming. I always like to, to see what uh, what you have to say about the show and uh, about what else is going on in the NHL. So keep that kind of stuff coming. Well, Flyers Weekly, we start out every week with uh, a, a feature here called The Point. And basically what we do is we look at uh, players who have talked to the media around the team and uh, we get their take on how the week went and how some of these games went. And, uh, and obviously, if you're following the Flyers this week, you don't really need a whole lot of introduction into how kind of week is they've had or what what's been going on. It's been uh, it's been an uphill struggle the entire week. Uh, one game they won against Pittsburgh, and uh, even that game was kind of not played very well at all. I'll talk about that in a little bit too. Two teams right there who are going in different directions of each other right there, Pittsburgh and, and the Flyers right now. It doesn't show in the standings, no way. But on the ice, yeah, it shows a little bit. We'll talk about that. But first of all, the big 6 nothing loss against Tampa Bay on national television, NBC, on Saturday. What a, what a, what a low point. I think that, that, that this is definitely the season low, hopefully, for the Flyers. Hopefully it doesn't get any worse than this. And uh, struggling through injuries again. Peter Forsberg out again. Um... And, and just a host. It, it seems like a big trade-off here. It, it's what seems as far as the injuries go. You know, you get one player back, but you trade two who go on the uh, injured reserve or, or get hurt or something. You know, you get uh, you, you get Yoni Pickenden back. Uh, you get Kim Janssen back at least for one game. Well, not even a whole game yet. But then you trade off of, uh, Peter Forsberg for that and a Bronco Radovojevic. So you get two, you trade two. It's just the way the, the season has been going for the Flyers. You know, we do, you talk about the, the team and the injuries, and you often wonder how what this team would be like if no, if everybody was healthy all at once. If Primo was back, if Desjardins was back. You know, if Robert S. didn't go through what he went through. You often wonder what the, what the team would be like. Would it be different? I don't know. We'll talk about the reaction to Peter Forsberg going on uh, being injured again. We'll talk about that a little bit. But first of all, the point um, after the 6-0 shutout loss to Tampa Bay at home. Here's what some players had to say. Darren Hatcher said, Everybody in this room should be embarrassed to show their face in public. Mike Knubel said, That was an absolute embar- embarrassment for all of us. What we have going right now is crap on the ice. Simone Gagne said, We were finding ways to win games before Peter and some of our key guys got hurt. Donald Brashear said, It's embarrassing. We know we were brutal. We stunk. We told the fan, The fans told us, and they were right about that. This is our day job, and we're going to get better. We know how good of a team we have. It didn't help either Saturday that Mike Knubel had four penalties, sat for eight minutes. 
Simone Gagne and Michael Hanzus both had two penalties apiece. And they were just bad penalties. And for a team, Tampa Bay, coming into that and into that game with the absolute worst power play in the NHL, they sure didn't look like it. They converted on three of nine power play opportunities on Saturday. It was a really a, just a disgrace in Philly on Saturday. It was horrible. Tampa Bay was coming in there, and the Flyers should have been geared up. It should have been a great game. Sellout crowd, national television. Everybody should have been geared up. It seemed to me the best scoring opportunity came in the first minute of play uh, when Tampa Bay won the opening faceoff, and Brian Savage stole it and walked in on former Flyer Sean Burke, and that seemed to be the best scoring opportunity for the Flyers for, I don't know, for almost the entire game. That's pretty sad when you can't get anything going. Of course, the Flyers had their shots. Sean Burke stopped them all. They weren't pretty. I mean, could you say that the Flyers have had some had have had some difficult or difficulty with some of these goaltenders, these opposing goaltenders in, in the last few weeks? Well, yeah, sure. Some of them have had good games. Look at the guy from 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 Montreal on Wednesday. He had lost something like three straight games before. Before they came into Philly, you have to excuse me. I don't remember the Montreal Canadiens goaltender who was in. It wasn't Jose Theodore. Theodore. It wasn't. He wasn't in on Wednesday when they played the the Canadians. I I don't remember the guy's name. All I know is that whoever was in goal for the Canadians has not been having a stellar year. So could you say it's the goaltending, the opposition's goaltending? I, I I don't know. I don't know what do you what what could you blame it on? I don't think so. I mean, sure they've had some good the uh, the opposition has had some good goaltending performances. Sean Burke played great yesterday. I know that. But two games in a row now, the opposition has had a hat trick on 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 Philly. So what does that tell you? You certainly can't you, you know you certainly can't you know downplay Nedimaki. He's done a great job. Hitchcock said earlier in the week when you give up so many man advantages you can't gauge your goaltender and the Flyers just keep giving up odd man rushes we've talked about it all year there's no sense in dwelling on it but we've talked about the turnover situation with the, with this team turnovers are made in neutral ice turnovers are made in the opposition opposition's offensive zone the forechecking is horrendous for the Flyers right now There there is none it's completely there's no such thing There's a lot of back-checking going on, but that's not doing, That's really not doing the trick. Flyers get move the puck forward, and it goes right back down to the other end of the ice. Jan Bullis with a hat-trick on, on Wednesday in that Montreal game. Jan Bullis only had eight goals coming into that. He ended up with four, I think. He has, now has 12 on the season. Frederick Modine had a hat-trick on Saturday for the Lightning. And the Lightning are playing great, don't get me wrong. Ever since uh, they let Andrzejczyk go, they waived him. It's been a completely different team. They're playing like the team. Uh, who, they're playing like Stanley Cup champions now. Whether John Tortorella can keep his team up to, uh, up to that, I don't know. They certainly, I think, have the tools to do it. They've got John Graham as their, as their starting goaltender. He's been playing pretty well. Sean Burke played very well yesterday in Philly against his old team. Vinny Prospel, Martin St. Louis, league MVP. You know, you got some really good players on that team. 
We'll talk about Peter Forsberg because Peter Forsberg, of course, went out with an injury again this week. We mentioned Simone Gagne had said we were finding ways to win games before Peter, and we lost some of our before we lost some of our key guys. So they they certainly did. Look at the road trip that they were on. Here's what Hitch had to say after the Montreal game, after the uh, Forsberg injury. He said, we had such a terrific start to the game. As soon as Peter went out, our whole energy just dropped right off the cliff. We've been able to recover all year on this, but our energy went right down the tubes. We have to figure out a way tomorrow to recover and get back out there. That's the second time our energy has dropped off the bottom when, when Peter went out, and we need to change that. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if you watch the game, as soon as Peter went out, obviously the, the feet stopped working. The skates stopped going. And the Flyer players didn't skate, didn't perform, didn't make the, the, the proper defensive plays, just didn't just didn't make it happen. It just didn't happen. And again, the turnovers, we talk about it so much. When you give away the, the, those amount of turnovers and those amount of odd man rushes, you can't blame the goaltender, period. One of the only positives, really, of the week was, I believe, uh, that I found was the the Pittsburgh game, which wasn't played very well, wasn't a very well played game by either team. I thought, although Pittsburgh sure showed a lot of life in the third period, the second, the half, last of the second period, and into the third period, boy, they, sh- they they showed a lot of a lot of a lot of girth and determination for a bunch of youngsters. But one of the only positives there, I thought, was uh, Simone Gagne taken down by uh, Sergei Gonchar after he uh, scored in that empty netter at the end of the game. Uh, and there was time for one more face-off in the game. Mike Richards went right after uh, Shane Endicott, ended the game in a fight. And, and, and you're thinking after a game like that, I mean, the Flyers come away with a win. I believe it was 4-2 was the final score. You know, Mike Richards really puts it, I thought, to, uh, to Shane Endicott. In, in the closing seconds there in a fight probably to take care of business because uh, Gonchar took down Gagne from behind and you're thinking momentum you think, you're think you thinking okay we're going to go into the next game Montreal is coming in man have they been struggling there's momentum there and it, it nothing it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't happen there there is there is none there is the Flyers come out Forsberg goes out on Wednesday and they're lifeless You'd think that after what happened on Monday, maybe there was a little bit more adrenaline there. Apparently not. I think this is what you're what you're seeing with this team right now. Is it's kind of emotionless. It's kind of lifeless. No one's really quite sure what's going on. Darian Hatcher had said, look, we can sit around and talk about this type of stuff in between periods after games, but unless everybody buys into what everybody else is saying, it's not worth a hill of beans, and it's not. Uh, I, I just, I really just don't think anybody really knows what's going on right now. Besides the obvious, the Flyers have been giving away turnovers all year, but they've been able to compensate and and been able to score goals. Now the goal scoring has been shut down. The turnovers have still been happening. Uh, and again, some of the teams that the Flyers have been playing, the Tampa Bay, the New York Rangers, teams like that, when you give them turnovers. They're going to make scoring chances out of them, and that's what, that's exactly what you've seen, what we've all seen happen. And then you have the energy level, like we talked about. And you, look at the Pittsburgh. Look at the look at the look at the Penguins. Here's what Hitch had to say after the Pittsburgh game. 
The Penguins, like I mentioned, sure played a great third period and uh, last half of the second period. Here's what Hitch had to say on Pittsburgh's performance. He said they play reckless and they play hard. If you don't match that level, then you are going to get beat. We did a great job for 35 minutes. We had lots of chances, and we were all over it. They had three shifts at the end of the second period. The first three shifts in the third period, they had us in. This is the way they play every game. They work hard. They play with a tremendous amount of youthful enthusiasm. They overwhelm you, and they win a lot of hockey. They will win a lot of hockey games that that way. That's what we talked about all day today. We had to match that with our skill. If you don't match that, I don't care how good of a player you are, they're going to push you right out of the hockey game because you're going to try and play around that, and you can't. Two teams going in two different directions right now. Again, the standings don't show it. The, 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 the Penguins and the Flyers. The Penguins are at the bottom. The Flyers are at the top. But you watch the two teams on the ice, and they're completely different teams going in two different directions. The third period on Monday night's game against the Penguins. The Penguins played youthful. They played with emotion. That is something that the Flyers need to learn how to do again. You can't sit there and say, well, the Flyers don't have the, the young youngsters on the team. Well, they, yeah, they do. You, you, that's, that's, not the, that's not the issue. There, there's plenty of youth on the Flyers team to play exactly the way the Penguins played the third period in, in Philly on Monday night. You're going to have to look to guys like Jeff Carter Mike Richards. You're going to have to look to R.J. Umberger and Ben Eager, who is now back up with the team in lieu of the uh, Forsberg injury. Freddie Meyer, who's done a great job defensively. As far as I'm concerned, him and Darian have been the only defense that uh, that's really been evident for the Flyers, if you ask me. Mike Rathje has just been taking has has been doing the job, but has been taking a lot of bad penalties. He's been doing that all year, I thought. Chris Terrian, what do you say? You just kind of throw your arms up in the air. <laughs> John Sim is gone. The Flyers had traded John Sim earlier this week to the Florida Panthers for a sixth-round pick. Bobby Clark had said that uh, Sim was one of those guys who would probably play the least down the stretch here, and uh, also with the acquisition of Peter Nedved, they needed to get they needed to get rid of somebody to stay underneath the salary cap, and uh, John Sim was the one who had to go. Nothing bad said about John Sim really. Um, I thought John did a great job earlier this year, and John Sims seemed to be one of those players who was going to have a breakout season. I really thought. He had a great preseason. He led the entire team in goals in the preseason, and he looked good in the first quarter of the, of the regular season. Things kind of dropped off for John Sim. Uh, you saw him make some, some mistakes, some obvious mistakes that should, have been, that should not have been made. He sat out for a number of games um, what else can you say? John Sim was one of those guys I liked to watch because he went to the front of the net. He charged the front of the net. He made traffic in front of the net. And it seems like nobody else on the Flyers team knows how to do that. I think that's a very important piece, again, offensively, that the Flyers are missing. You're seeing the other teams do that. You're seeing other teams get in front of the net, get in front of the goaltender, set up the screen, deflect the shot. You don't really see the Flyers, I don't think, doing that enough. Now, don't get me wrong. The game-winning goal... 
on Monday night's game came from a Darian Hatcher shot from the point. Uh, Mike Knubel was standing in front of Marc-Andre Fleury, and uh, somehow the puck went in. Don't ask me how, but it did on a deflection. But I don't see, think we're seeing enough of that. You're seeing all, the other teams coming in that are playing the Flyers, and they've been doing that a lot. It happened yesterday. Obviously, I think the second goal in, yesterday, in, in Saturday's game was on a deflection, a shot from the point and deflection uh, right through near the Mackey's five. Johnson was that guy who would go to the front of the net and, and, and cause, a, cause a ruckus, cause things to happen. Had seven goals, seven assists this year. Struggled as of late. So sorry to see John Sim go, no doubt about that. But uh, you got to do what you got to do with the uh, salary cap and the limitations there. So John Sim off to Florida this week for a six-round draft pick, I believe, for the uh, 2006-2007 season. As far as the injury report this week goes, um, wow, we all know Peter Forsberg's situation. This time a left growing strain. Calling it really out indefinitely at this point because, uh, of course, Peter's been hampered by this injury earlier this season. Uh, did he come back too early? No, I don't think so. He, he played, you know, a, a number of games, uh, but he's going to have to make sure this is this is this is healed right this time, and he's rehabilitated the right way this time. Uh, you saw Robert Esch come back too early, and uh, he was injured again. Uh, so, you know, a strain growing, definitely something to, to keep your eye on, especially in the new NHL. You're, that's all. That's one of the main injuries that you're seeing this year. And you really have to make sure you're, you're rehabilitated properly before you come back. Uh, so no no real timetable, I don't think, on Peter Forsberg. Uh, I haven't heard anything on uh, Eric Desjardins or, or Keith Primo at this point. Of course, Primo could be done for the season. Um, I believe... Um, Bob Clark and um, Ken Hitchcock are going to need an answer by the uh, Olympic break as far as primo status for the remainder of the year. So, haven't heard anything. Of course, acquiring Peter Nedved, that almost tells me that uh, primo season is over. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Kim Janssen had left, uh, had come back and played uh, played on Saturday. Uh, he had left the game after a number of shifts due to dizziness. Of course, Janssen has been uh, struggling with uh, some concussion-like syndrome, like like symptoms, I should say. There hasn't been a concussion, but uh, it's been the dizziness has been there, and he experienced it again on Saturday. Uh, Bronco Radovojevic has gone down this week with a high ankle sprain in the Montreal game. He is going to be out until after the Olympics. Radovojevic has also decided to have pulps removed from his sinuses. He has asthma, uh, and I guess uh, the, having this type of surgery, I'm assuming, is going to help him breathe a lot better. Uh, so he is going to take the time that he'd be out anyway to have that surgery done. And again, probably you're looking at a timetable sometime after the Olympics for Radovojevic, probably. This week, games on tap. Of course, the Rangers on Monday in New York. The Sabres on Thursday in Buffalo. The Rangers again on Saturday at home. And the Flyers go to Montreal for a Sunday game, Super Sunday, next week. Um, the Sabres, you know, what can you say? They've been playing great. They've been doing a great job. Um, and 
as of right now, the Rangers are only three points out of the lead of in the Atlantic Division. Uh, so some very, very, very key matchups this week, especially two against the Rangers. It's going to be a big week. I think the Flyers have seven or eight games before the Olympic break to get something going. And it sure would be nice to see the Flyers get something going before the Olympic break, get maybe back on top of the league or get close to, get close to the top of the league again in points and uh, make everybody else catch up down the stretch. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting uh, this losing streak to go as long as it did, but... Um, Hopefully by uh, this week the Flyers can turn it on and uh, get get something moving, make something happen this week, and some key games against the Rangers and the Sabers who had an unbelievable December and they're playing pretty well in January. There'll be some good games, good matchups to watch. I think OLN is going to carry the game on Monday against the Rangers. It'll be a good one, and then um, Buffalo on Thursday and uh, the Rangers Saturday and Montreal on Sunday. That's going to do it for this edition of Flyers Weekly. Thanks for joining me. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. I'm Chris Smith. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.